0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio here on the Boink Network Discord server. An episode that will almost certainly be uploaded because Delta is a beast. Today is Friday. You can guarantee that. <laughs> Today is Friday, July 29th. We're going to be talking about the Boink update. Pretty, pretty fun stuff. But of course, we got the news, we got the drinks, we got the general, general chit-chat from the chat that joins us every Friday at 5 p.m. here on the Discord server for the Boink Network. I hope to see you here next week. Like I see Delta every week. How you doing, Frogman? I've never known what your icon is.
1: (laughs) I've been slowly zooming in my icon until people notice. (laughs) I've
0: just noticed, and now I'm like, I can't, is it a fox, frog?
1: Yeah, I don't even know what it is at this point. (laughs) But... (laughs) Today, we have two, I wouldn't call them two drinks. One of them is a drink. The other one is something that you really don't want to drink. Frogs? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's start with the drink first. Okay. So, um, I have a lot of people in my family who say that they really hate Dr. Pepper, because one day... I think my dad brought home a six pack of Dr Pepper, and he's like, "Oh, look at we go! We got Dr Pepper. We should try some Dr Pepper." Um, and he brought the Dr Pepper home.
0: What is he your, drank it. your dad sound like? The Beatles. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> hey man, we should totally try. I can't do it. We that. should totally oh. try the Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Sorry, keep going. Yeah,
1: and he took he took one sip, and he's like what the hell is this crap? It tastes like medicine. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? This this shit tastes pretty good. Um, and so, I haven't had uh, Dr. Pepper in a very, very, very long time. And finally, we have it again. This time, in the classic Dr. Pepper glass bottle.
2: Ooh.
1: Established in 1885. Dr. Pepper, with 150 calories per bottle, made with real sugar, it tastes fantastic.
0: The cure what ails you?
1: Absolutely. And it does not have high fructose corn syrup, which is a benefit, (laughs) I guess.
0: Oh, it totally is. It tastes better. It's better for you. And that's it. It's what the doctor prescribes, man.
1: Yeah, uh, it does have a warning on the package, though. And uh, it says...
2: Warning, contents
1: contents under pressure. Bottle may burst or cap may blow off, causing eye or other serious injury. Point away from face and people, especially
0: while opening. Interesting warning. I don't think I've ever seen one like that before. That sounds like something... bad happened, and they got sued. Like, oh, I didn't know it was going to yeah. blow up. <laughs> <laughs> soda, have you ever opened a can before? Okay, now, onto
1: the thing that you really, really don't want to drink.
0: <laughs> olive oil. I would drink okay. olive oil.
1: It's actually worse than that. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Um, for just before I go into what this actually is, let me just tell you, tell you, cause you probably might not know. Um, have you ever seen a drink called solo? No. Okay. Solo is a drink that's popular here in Australia. Um, it's, it's slogan is thirst crusher. It is basically a lemonade and it is a kind of realistic tasting lemonade. Like, uh, have you ever had a Sprite before? Yeah. Yeah, sprite Sprite's supposed to be like lemonade flavor, right?
0: Kind of. Yeah, it's like a lemon lime sort of lemonade.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't have like that proper, like pure, like lemonade, like like real lemonade flavor. Whereas no solo, it, 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 exactly. Yeah, the solo is that it is like supposed to be a carbonated, like kind of pure lemonade um, in a can. Okay, and what we have today is Tradie First Crusher Solo Original Sweat Crusher Deodorant Body Spray.
0: So is it a drink or a deodorant?
1: It is a deodorant that is flavored like the Solo drink. No, when <laughs> you say flavored, it's like,
0: everything. it smells like it. I wouldn't say it smells exactly like it. So, right. what do you mean by flavored then? What did, what, <laughs> I'm so confused.
1: It's what it says. It's a it's sweat crusher. It's solo flavored deodorant body spray.
0: It's, it sounds very confusing. Have you put it on?
1: Uh, uh, I, I have used it before. It, it, the smell isn't too bad. It's described on the back as citrus and cedar wood.
2: Huh. Cedar
0: wood. Yep. What a, a unique and. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm at a loss for words. What a what a yep. weird combination.
1: <laughs> uh, it is extremely flammable. Keep out of reach of children.
0: Noted. can we back up for a second though? What was the um the motto for the the beverage?
2: Thirst Crusher. And
0: what what's Oak's motto?
1: Does Oak have a motto?
0: <laughs> Isn't it like kill hungry thirsty <laughs> oh, yeah, dead? Kill,
1: <laughs> so I'm just kill hungry thirsty dead. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm curious about mottos and and taglines in Australia are they all hyperbole like I don't know (laughs) calcium deficiency murderer Uh, that's a good one that's for milk
2: that's just plain milk (laughs) Paul's smarter white milk smart choice
0: oh man (laughs) I've been watching I'll
1: I'll post a a picture in the chat (laughs)
0: Uh, please do. I've been watching a, yeah. a New Zealander or, or Australian survivalist. I don't know which one it is. And he uh, just uses a lot of hyperbole phrases. Like, oh, that's killing. Or, or I can't do it. But <laughs> very extreme. It's like, whoa! You're very you're close. Like, yeah. Just just enjoy the moment. It doesn't need to like kill
2: something. Or I love it. though. It's so fun. All right. Why do their children have fire, Asked GCDC. This is a good question.
1: All right, there's a picture of the can. It's, like, bright yellow, which is how the solo can actually is. <laughs> um, and, <I'm> yeah.
0: <laughs> the can looks you, very appetizing.
1: You do not want to drink this. It has a warning on the back that says, Do not spray on naked flame. No smoking. Avoid direct inhalation. Using well ventilated spaces. Oh man,
2: they missed do the perfect. Not incinerate. Option. Do not spray. Yeah. Spray
0: only on naked body. <laughs> on a naked flame. All right, what do you say we get to some Boink news? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, so we got some good stuff. We're going to end with the the um, boink update, and we'll talk about that for a little bit, guys. So stick around. But coming from World Community Grid, which I know everyone is super interested about because they're starting to get things moving, but they're not quite completely moving yet. Uh, we've got some updates from two of those projects. I'll just do both of them really quick. We've got Africa Rainfall Project and the Smash Childhood Cancer Project. So the African Rainfall Project did a and a uh, Well, it's not really a Q&A, but just they answered some questions they think people might have. Questions being, what does your project game to do, which is find 95% of water or something. How, does, how is the project affected by WCG downtime? What is your research achieved so far? What can volunteers do? Are there, any, are there any expansions or new projects being considered for the near future? So it's actually a really good article. I mean, some highlights. Um, so the project aims to simulate rainfall in Africa, so you can better plan farming over there. Uh, and the simulations have covered about 260 days of the total six, 366 days. Uh, so they're they're moving right along on getting all the days simulated. I don't know exactly what that means for useful data, but more than halfway regards to numbers. Uh, when WCG has been down, they've been organizing the data that's already there. You know, just doing housekeeping. I imagine a lot of the subprojects are doing that.
2: Um, that's really it. I mean, check out the post for more information. Uh, and they do
0: mention uh, that there probably won't be any expansions in the near future because they will need to check all the data that comes in. And, I mean, we create a lot of data when we crunch point projects. So we give these guys a lot to work with. So then, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just
1: going to say now we need a project to find that 5%.
0: They're missing 5%. Of the rainfall, no, of the water. It is ninety-five percent of water in Africa comes from rainfall. I think is the weird phrase. <laughs> so we need five percent more. Oh man. Okay, so coming from oh maybe all the, the f- other five percent is stuck in the gutters. So that's actually what guttering at home does. Mm mm. Tracks the gutters. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here at guttering from, at home. <laughs> uh smash childhood cancer gave us a nice update about um really kind of to the science behind the project uh and explaining at least one of the proteins we go after and I'm pretty sure this protein they don't specifically call it a protein but it's uh beta catenin, which I think I am very ac- uh, accurate in saying it's protein uh it's involved it's the protein involved in regulating uh embryonic development and uh Maintenance of organs and tissues, not the protein, but it's a protein uh, and it's found
2: uh,
0: or ab- abnormal activation of this protein is found in about uh, more than seventy percent of colorectal cancers and several pediatric tumors. So that's the reason they're targeting it with one of the projects. Um, I think Smash childhood cancer is the one that's targeting several different proteins, boxO one being one, this being another. Uh, But I could be wrong on that. But basically, um, nothing has really been figured out yet, but there's a lot of data. So (laughs) they will continue going around with this data. And if you guys remember with the protein folding projects, the actual wet lab results come out sometimes years later. Like the... um, Well, I can't remember. Institute of Protein Design from the University of Washington and their COVID vaccine came out last month, and we started crunching that one basically, uh, what, May 2020, maybe, that summer that the pandemic first started. That's when that project first started going. So two years later, essentially, we got an actual product that was sold uh, to a nation to help stop the spread of COVID. Granted, uh, cancer treatment is going to probably take much longer. <laughs> but I think these projects get data, uh, find a good target to sort of test and then start doing testing, get more data from the testing, and then come back and crunch more stuff and because uh, who knows how to stop cancer. It's a little easier to stop a virus. So that is Smash. Very Chow- promising. Yeah, it's is really neat. I would also recommend people read this one. There's a nice image that sort of explains it all. Uh, and it's nice to have the updates. So, our question, I think it was last time we were on two weeks ago, Delta, about whether or not WCG is going to continue with their public communication, uh, has been answered. It seems like the hmm, 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 hmm totally not stalling, Kremble, Tremble Institute. Cremble. Cremble with a K. Ah, I'm getting closer. Every time I'm getting closer. seems like the Cremble Institute and World Community Grid will continue doing the uh, science communication and letting us know what the project is doing and why it's important. So I'm very excited about that.
1: Do we know if they're still doing the newsletters? Because I know that um, back when they were with IBM, they did like weekly, daily, and monthly newsletters, I think.
0: I have not seen one. Uh, the last sort of newsletter type thing is a tech update from July 13th, which we've talked about already. Um, I imagine they're really focused on getting things working. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe once they get the, the tech smoothed over,
2: we can look forward to seeing more stuff coming out in um, form some newsletter and whatnot. All right. All done with well Community Grid uh yeah i will point out that the
0: forums are up and running if we've not mentioned that yet for world community grid so if you want to get in there go and start talking on the world community grid forums
2: yeah show them some love on the forums i'm against them (laughs) or show them some hate do you get it
0: do you get it forum against them
1: oh okay uh, Look, I woke up like thirty minutes ago. I think
0: <laughs> you you woke up. You drank some deodorant. <laughs> yeah, I woke up, drank
1: some deodorant, sprayed some Dr Pepper on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was
0: a sticky morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it with rural community grid.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> Moving on.
1: Sidok has some news about i CM. Uh, the. Sidoc so has some news about their CMDoc program. So CMDoc is going to be released under version 0.1.5 very soon. However, SiDoc wanted to wait because they want to, pref- they want to implement a very robust testing unit. So one of the most important things about software is testing it. And one of the most boring things about software is testing it. So <laughs> I think it's a good thing that they're stalling the release in order to like, create a proper actual like, testing unit because uh, we want to make sure that this software works. So uh, if you're waiting for Doc version 0.1.5, it's because of the testing units that they're implementing. Uh, they want to make it cross-platform so that they can write it once and compile and test everywhere. Which is going to be a great thing to do. Um, they think they can do it pretty quickly. I'm a project manager. I don't think it can be done pretty quickly, but we'll see. <laughs> um, and huh?
0: What is CMDOC? Is that their open source?
1: Yeah, it's their backend? docking software. Yeah, it's the it's the software that they use to process how proteins uh, uh, or. Proteins or molecules latch onto other proteins or molecules.
0: And it is open source, and anyone can go and contribute and help build this thing, yeah? Yeah, I believe so. Very cool.
1: Uh, And they also mentioned that Mac builds are being tested. So for those of you that are on a Mac, um,
2: they might be supporting Mac soon. Which is great. Great news. Um, You got another piece of news, Jango?
0: I don't. Just keep rolling. Okay,
2: time for the numbers. All right, <laughs> okay. coming out of rake search. Rake search found some more rakes.
1: Who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> um, they have square number seventeen, <clears throat> which is fully completed. How many orthogonal mates do you ask? What are orthogonal mates? I don't know, but it's a big number. Uh, let me count the number of. Digits, hold on. (laughs) That's a billion. A billion 228 million. Wow. Uh, It ranks fourth place among other squares. Uh, And this time, they have a little thing called a spectra that is in the post. I'm not sure what this is, but it's a big, big image, and it has a whole bunch of little dots put on it. And the square number 17, which is the one that they just found, is marked by the red dot. And um, I don't know what it means. Uh, It has something to do with number theory, I assume. (laughs) Uh, But uh, one thing that they should do is probably explain what that actually means. So if any of you are curious on uh, rake search, you're wondering what the little graph that they have underneath there posts uh, saying that they discovered square number 17. Um, Go for it. Go in there and ask them. Figure out what it is. And then come back here and tell us. Because it looks really interesting. There's like one, right at the top, there's one massive like big, big line of just loads and loads of dots. And then just like below it, there's just random dots scattered around everywhere,
2: very sparsely.
0: Maybe it's just like uh, art, you know?
2: Yeah, but they say it's a spectra
1: of the Latin square. So something makes me think that this has some
2: sort of numerical significance. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Freaky. Number theory is very freaky. All right, we got a
1: Megaprime. Okay, on June 19th. Wait. Okay, June 19th. It was posted. July. July 19th. No, no, hold on, hold on. It says you're on the right. post. June 19th. You're June right. 19th. Okay, interesting. Um, <clears throat> Prime grid eliminated. K equals 63,838. We have eliminated another K, ladies and gentlemen. Good.
2: It's useless <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. Rumble Institute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um so uh omega prime sixty three thousand eight hundred and thirty eight multiplied by five to the power of holy lord, that is three million eight hundred and eighty seven thousand eight hundred and fifty one, all of that minus one. Whew. That is a big number. The prime yeah, did they is they make
0: it into Chris Caldwell's big old book of primes?
1: Oh, you betcha. (laughs) The Prime is 2,717,497 digits long. And it is ranked 99th overall in Chris Caldwell's largest known Prime database.
0: Wow. Only 58 Ks remain. Congratulations.
1: K? Uh, K is the number that goes at the very start of the, of the prime number. So you remember how I read out the prime number? It had 63,838 multiplied by 5 to the power of whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: K is that number at the front. So it's K times 5
2: to the power of N. So it's the base. yes, yeah. these, these are... Stir-
0: Prinsky-Riesel base? Well, I'm just like, there's an infinite yes, number of that's those it. numbers. but this And is I'm surprised sp- you actually pronounced that correctly. Well, thank you. <laughs> now, give me some proteins to screw up. Uh, no, so it, this is, I don't know too much about prime numbers. These are. Uh, I imagine these people figured out a, a unique base pattern. Yeah. There's 58 of them left. But there's an infinite number of possible bases total. Because it's just a number, right? Like, I, 63, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't be... know
1: too much about uh, <laughs> about the base five problems.
0: So. Um, oh, I don't know what any of this shit means.
1: Yeah. Because okay. yeah. <laughs> SR base is doing similar things with this. Because, okay. after all, the SR base is all about the SR five problem. So. Um, yeah, the, the discovery here was made by Scott Lee of China using uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go through the PC specs. Surprisingly, on Windows 11, though, <laughs> it took four hours, 34 minutes to complete the uh, Probable Prime test. Uh, they are the mem- They are a member of the Chinese Dream Team. Uh, Prime was verified by an anonymous user um, running on Linux. Yay, and it took 11 hours and 57
2: minutes to double-check it. Very cool. That is the announcement from Prime Grid. All right. Drum roll, please.
0: Whoa, whoa, wait. I forgot there is one coming out of WANless. They found a 12 digit factor of P2203 365,020 times. Again, if anyone anywhere knows what this means, please let us know because their announcement posts are nothing. <laughs> but they did a thing. Congrats to anyone running WANless.
1: We're still waiting for 13, the 13th digit.
0: Oh man! Okay, now drum roll.
1: <laughs> Premature—we had the <laughs> premature drum roll already. It was ruined. <laughs> Boink client seven point twenty point zero is out, and for those of you all running Boink, you should update to the latest client because it's got some really cool stuff in it. I think <laughs> we're about to go through some of the cool, cool stuff what? that it's. Does it uh, have? Yeah, um, so there's been actually there's been three releases, uh, seven point twenty point zero, along with two additional hot fixes. Um, so let's go through some of the cool stuff that it's gone through. Uh, all the change logs and release notes are all logged on both both the Point website and also on GitHub. If anyone's curious, uh, I'm just going to go through the ones that
2: actually sound interesting. Um, There's been a whole bunch of Mac fixes,
1: um, namely with libraries, so that's stability fixes. Um,
2: uh, Screensavers have been fixed for Mac OS 12. It Uh, it seems like a lot of
0: quality of life stuff, like show appropriate welcome page on the first run. Uh, You can do control A to get the advanced view. In the boink manager. That's, oh, that's a shortcut now, control A. That's so good. That is very useful.
1: So instead of telling people I'll oh, go to view and then click on advanced <laughs> view, you yes. can just click control A. Uh,
2: there's a lot of technical stuff to do with the libraries in here and stability. Um, here we go,
1: manager. Correctly handle large numbers in preferences. So it looks like they can put in large numbers in your preferences now.
0: I've always wanted to put large numbers in my preferences. <laughs>
2: That's all I do on dating profiles. Preference? Just put in a large number. Uh here we. <laughs> yeah, this is something that I have experienced before, Cl- uh, for the point
1: client. Uh, fix overly aggressive project-wide file transfer backoff policy. I've had a time where I updated my Linux machine. While Boink was running, and it updated the graphics drivers, and what happened was those graphics uh, because the graphics drivers updated, all my Boink tasks for the GPU just decided to fail, like run into computing errors, because obviously I had to I had to restart my computer to apply the graphics card update. So I had about like ten or twenty or so Einstein at home units that just completely failed and got sent back to the server. I got to check uh, why I'm not receiving any anything from Einstein at home, and it says that i've been uh, I've been banned from communicating with the with the project from my client um, for like the next two or three days or something like that, something crazy like that. Um, now, for the record, technically I wasn't exactly banned from the project. What was happening was my client, my point client, was actually stopping itself from fetching it because it knows that what's happening is something is going wrong with the computer so it won't communicate with the servers unless i
2: explicitly tell it to and that's what's called the back off policy i assume all right all right what's this one mean use systems os bundle rather than our own
1: I am not too sure about that. Um, It looks like a very vague thing uh, because, unless OS means something other than operating system,
2: huh? Okay, all right. Here's one. I think uh,
1: Tal is going to give us a bit of an explanation in the chat, but yeah, go on.
0: Okay, here's one from the uh, that I think people might be familiar with. If a project has zero resource share and work buff is min is zero, don't fetch from it unless device instant is actually idle.
1: Yeah, so that has to do with, I believe, um, I think we talked a while back about what happens if you set your resource share. Um, to zero for, for a particular project because if you set your resource share to zero for a particular project, you're not going to get any work units from it unless there are no work units from any other project on the same hardware. I guess so. Like, for example, you can, that's how you can make like a backup project. So, if one of the projects goes down and you're not getting work from one project, it'll just switch to another one. Um, so um like for example if you're running uh, prime grid for example and prime grid prime grid you have your resource share at 100% and then World community grid you have your resource share at 0% if prime grid goes down and you run out of prime grid work units what will happen is then your Boink client will then contact World community grid to get work so it's kind of like a backup project and what it's saying here is that I think it fixed some of the logic to do with that sort of thing. I've never experienced a project with zero resource share fetching work units uh, before, so I'm not sure what the sort of logic behind it is and how it works, but it
2: seems like they've fixed some of the logic with it because it was a bit um, erroneous. Gotcha. Right. Um, there's
1: also one that, uh, Tao pointed out, which was search for skins to display on simple view. One thing that we should probably talk about on a Boink radio is Boink skins. I've never actually investigated Boink skins and I'd love to, um, I'd love, I'd love to actually fiddle around with them and see how they work because it's a fun thing to talk about. And, uh, yeah. Uh, cool. uh, yeah, so.
0: You know what might be really fun to put together? We did this with a library. Um, We had a competition for creating a banana-themed skin uh, for the app. (laughs) And we gave away some uh, cryptocurrency to whoever made the best. And we ended up giving it away to a bunch because a lot of people did some really cool stuff. Uh, But we could just do a little competition, choose a theme uh, for Boink, or maybe even not choose a theme, have it completely open, and just see how many people make skins.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, maybe on one episode of the Point Radio, uh, I'll go through, like, a little tutorial on how to set up a skin. Yeah, that would be cool. There's another uh, bug fix in 7.20, which is for the client to detect greater than 4 gigabytes of RAM on NVIDIA GPUs. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Einstein at home requires greater than, like, three gigabytes of video RAM or something like that. I remember from ages ago. um, So uh, there was a lot of issues with old GPUs that I had that didn't have, like, more than two gigabytes of VRAM or something like that. Um, So finally, we can properly
2: detect NVIDIA GPUs that have more than four gigabytes of uh, VRAM on it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, a lot, a lot of these uh, fixes are quality of life stuff and just is simple bug fixes. Uh, like another one is display IPv6 addresses correctly. <laughs> Very useful. Um, yeah, that's probably the most interesting stuff that's in here. um fixed switch skin when manager is not connected Oh hold on hold on here's an important one All right uh, for the point manager updated the
1: copyright year <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: You got to make sure that we can't have our
2: software copies
0: <laughs> It is important to keep it up It was really cool. I would recommend people check out the uh, release notes, though, if you want to see exactly what's in there. And, of course, give Vitaly and everyone who's worked on it a high five. Maybe, like, a Reese's Pieces or something. Some sort of candy.
1: Yeah, give give him a little bit of love. Show your affection here on the Boink Network Discord server. Um, And for those of you that are considering updating, uh, some of you may consider to... Some of you may want to get the latest software and just straight up upgrade to the latest release, which is 7.20.2. Or you may wish to wait a little bit for a couple hot fixes that may come out for some of the bugs that came from this release. Up to you.
2: Um, Yeah. Enjoy the new software. All right. On that note, I guess we will uh, call it a day. Foxy says they've been running
0: 7.2 for some time and it works fine. That's all they can say.
2: It's (laughs) 7.20. 7.2 is a completely different version.
0: All right, 7.20.2.
2: Yes, that's interesting. All right, anything else to add? Dr. Pepper was pretty good. (laughs) I don't know why everyone hates it. Yeah. I haven't tried... uh, (laughs) I'm not going to drink the solo. Not the solo deodorant. Yeah, I got a line of beverages here on my table, so we're ready to go for the next episode as well. Yeah. Okay. All right,
0: well then, I guess we'll see everyone next week, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Boink Network Discord server.
2: Until then. See you then.